You're listening to Work Tape, episode 23. Welcome to Work Tape again, and I'm your host, Isaac Grower, and we're here with Sean Smith. What's up, everybody? How are you doing, Sean? And how's work? Do I work? I mean... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, the commute, the traffic, the accidents. That's right. Work was absolutely beautiful. It was absolutely great today. And uh, traffic was great. Uh, We had a little accident action. And yeah, got here a little late, but uh, here I am. That's good. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. Well, today's Tuesday. I mean, you know, even though we post these on Friday... And what does Tuesday remind you of? Uh, Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Of course. Yes. Yeah. So what are we doing in the studio without tacos? I don't know. I think we're not living life. (laughs) That's okay. There's many to choose from out here. So you know what? We're going to do it afterwards. It's easy. I'm not going to lie. I'm obsessed with them. I'm not sure if I'm feeling it tonight. But you know what? I might still do it. Some carne asada, you know? Okay. It's kind of a, it could go or not go. What we do need to check out, though, is uh, Robert's Taco Stand. I've driven by at least one of them in L.A., but I've never gone there before. I don't know if you've gone there yet. I have not gone there yet. Um, I just recently heard about it. And For now me I'm in, or someone now else? Now I'm intrigued. Okay. <laughs> so if, if the guy is, uh, has taken over for a legendary bassist or two legendary bassists for a legendary band. Um, Slayer. And and you know what? He Pantera. actually he actually played <laughs> he actually played for another legendary band or two legendary bands. So Suicidal is one of them. And so is Infectious Screws. Okay, those guys I don't remember. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. A lot of people don't remember them unless you were into the skate scene back in 80? I want to say the the late 80s, early 90s. And then transitioned into them. Okay. So that's a, that's a tough one for anybody. So a lot of people don't even know who they are or what so they're So that would about. be obscure for the general public? Uh, pretty much, unless you Googled it and then saw their stuff and you're like, oh, hey. <laughs> well, that yeah, doesn't count. All right. So, yeah, except for everybody Googles everything, like uh, <laughs> Dr. Google. Here, let me diagnose myself. Remember when we, we didn't do that do when I that wasn't COVID? a thing? How do I check my own temperature? <laughs> Oh no! Well, you'll you'll find out. No, dude. <laughs> you'll find out. I'm old school. I use a thermometer yep, uh, yep. on my head. Like, yeah. So, so he was with both of them. So suicidal and them. Um, that infectious I did, grooves. I think you mentioned that the last episode. Possibly. Yeah. You Went know, over my head because I'm not familiar with them at all. Yeah, they. So they came into the play um, when suicidal was banned in L.A. So they had to come out with a band that was acceptable in L.A. So what did they do? They changed their name and yeah. wrote some new songs, came out with some new stuff, and here they were. They were able to play in L.A. again and slip some suicidal tendencies in the mix. Good for them, man. I, I, I give them props for that. That's super smart business. Right. 
in marketing or whatever you want to call it. And, and I hate to call it that and look at it like that, but mm, you know what? It is what it is. They though. knew the people loved them and they were going to get in there one way or the other and they did. So good for them. When it comes to marketing, it's such a dirty word with music, but yeah, uh, that's what it is. I mean, how did the Beatles, all of these other bands like and, and artists, they get big because of marketing? You know, I hate to say, but unfortunately, yes. But at the same time, um, they do say that you can't polish garbage. So something needs to be good going in as well. They do say that. <laughs> I right? literally had this conversation with my boss today. Um, you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I, I think that marketing is the key. And it has to be. You You have to have that or else you've got nothing. Right. I mean, how are you going to get your your album and your sound and your vibe and your lifestyle and everything you portray on your album out there without marketing? You just hope for the best and it just happens oh, out okay. of nowhere. Well, okay. <laughs> well, there's not that many fairy godmothers out there these days that's going to wave their magic wand and uh, <laughs> make you the magical million dollar, billion dollar band. Oh my so gosh. <laughs> you, you, you've got to do it. Like you, yeah. you have to do it. And it's just if it's done tastefully or not. I think that's why a lot of um, these independent bands or smaller bands, they don't like the term selling out. And I I do think there is such thing as selling out. But I, I think the division of the territory is in a different place than what other people say it is. I think to sell out, it's kind of further. But I think most people in theory need to sell out an extent to be able to get noticed at all. In a sense. So, right, of course, so in a sense. If you're an artist, there's the old expression, selling your soul to the devil. That's a completely, that's another. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's not because guess what? Sure. Because at the end of the day, you're selling your thoughts, your feelings on everything to the public. Like you're literally throwing it out there for money. So you're getting money paid for your feelings and what your thoughts are and what your outlook and everything is on everything you're doing. So you're almost doing that if you're selling out to the big record labels. So you are. So essentially a sort of self-exploitation? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I kind of, I mean, I think I really agree with you anyway. Uh, I do agree with that. I just think to an extent you can sell out without doing that. But yes, I, I agree Absolutely. with you. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Absolutely. You can you can take it 10 steps further and sell out before you actually sell your soul to the devil. Yeah. In in not so many words. And I hate to put it that way, but I'm I'm literally like that's the path you're leading down. When when you're when you're relieving your thoughts and all of your inner feelings and thoughts on everything in life and you're putting them out there mm -hmm. and you're portraying them to the masses. That's literally what you're doing. You make yourself an easy target. Like you just um, let people in on your, your private, like for, who you are, for, right? For money. So, right. So it's a really hard line to divide. Like there are a lot of people out there that do that. And yeah, you know what? They connect with people and they bring people into their audience that otherwise wouldn't be if they had listened to that mm -hmm. with their friends or whoever. And they relate to them. 
And it's like, oh, hey. And then it pulls them out of certain things. And then, you know, it, it's like there's such a fine line there. I don't, I don't want to discriminate against one group and then say, oh, praise to another mm -hmm. by any means. No. But at the same time, I want to say <laughs> at the end of the day, um, that's what your business is. You want to be realistic. Yeah, it that's is what, what it is. That's what your business it is. is. It is what it's it is. It's real simple. <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm not going to try to downplay it by any means, you know. Well, Metallica will be one of the is. biggest bands of all time. It, it's obvious that they've already been past that. Dude, Slope. those guys have been those guys have been in and out the cauldron freaking so yeah. many so many yeah. times probably. Um, you know, I respect what they did though. Like I saw kind of where they came from and I saw what they landed into. And mm -hmm. you know, good for them, man. I, I think that's great what they landed into, but I think each person individually has not been portrayed as well as it should be. Does that make sense? Like, I, I think James Heffield, dude, okay, for instance, dude, he's a huge car guy. Huge car guy. Old car guy. He's got stuff in museums, dude. Like on a level of Jay Leno? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, easily. He, he built stuff that he dreamed of, that he thought that, was of the era and then modernized it and then they put it in a museum and you know what i give that guy props man he's taking care of his family he's done his thing he's the front man for metallica and he's stayed true to who he was man and that's cool and i like that i don't really know a lot about lars i know lars came from overseas um he's probably in my mind uh, probably one of the best drummers I've ever heard in my life. Like, and Justice for All was just a pinnacle for me, like, as far as drumming. So how so, do you feel about the Napster hate that he got? Uh, dude, I don't know a lot about that. I, I didn't really get into a lot about that hate. Um, <clears throat> probably because it didn't concern I, I, you. You no, just didn't, it, you're like, it just didn't really matter. You're no, like, you just like the music. No, it didn't. It didn't. So I, I heard about that a little bit and I, I feel two ways. I feel two ways on it. So as far as the Napster thing goes, um, I really feel like they were taken advantage of. Okay. That was at a time that they should have been probably making more money mm -hmm. off of their albums. And there were people pirating. I mean, uh, uh, at the time, the digital age was really kind of coming in hot at that time. It was becoming more and more of a thing, you know, to to have your music on the internet. It was, and 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 so there's the second part of it is like, as far as being one of the biggest bands mm -hmm. in the world, like you should have had your guys on top of that. So mm -hmm. not shame on them, but shame on the people who were in control of what their music was doing and where it was going. Right. So shame on them. I don't know who they were, to be honest with you. Um, I could probably look back and find out. I didn't really keep track of that. But uh, nonetheless, uh, that's that's kind of my take <laughs> was, on it, man. I was super small at the time. I I mean, I definitely got into like, you know, 
frost wire, lime wire when I was super, lime wire. super small. That was those were the days, right? Lime wire. <laughs> How about Pirate Bay? Windows Media what? Player. <laughs> Pirate Bay? Yep. What's that? I remember that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, Pirate Bay was horrible, man. So I'll tell you a funny story. So one of the dealers I used to work with, we used to literally go down to a place and buy blank CDs. Mm-hmm. And we would literally go in and we wouldn't go through anything else. We wouldn't, you know, do anything bad. We would literally pull the CDs out. We would burn a copy of them, put them back where they belonged, and then distribute the copies to the to the rest of the shop if it was something cool that we listened to. Wow. Yeah. For days. Yeah, dude. So I remember those days. Uh, they were weird and they were bleak and confusing, you know, at the time when I was going to school. One of my friends would get so pressed about me downloading music online. And that was like a bad thing, but it was okay to like, <laughs> but it was okay to burn a CD, right? Where you take a CD that's someone else's and you'd listen to it. Like that's the exact same thing. It's the exact it's the same the, thing. It's the exact same thing. And I thing. never understood. I was like, dude, that's the same thing. I would no. get the like, same. They're like, you're a pirate. Oh, I can't believe you're robbing these bands. And I'm like, okay. So when you get a CD from your buddy yeah, and you go and you burn that, that's a same when, he, when, he, when, he, when he pays 15 bucks for it, and then you go and do that, like you're literally stealing 15 bucks from the band it's, or from whoever. Right. The means by which we got it was the only thing that was different. That was the only difference, right? So when you rip someone else's CD, it's the same thing as so going things, online and downloading. It's a rip from a CD anyway. Dude, things change so <laughs> dramatically so fast. And like, it's funny because people just, they never realized how fast everything was going to change. It, it it just, it happened literally overnight. It did. And the people that weren't with it, I guess God bless them. Like they just fell behind. And the <laughs> ones that, the ones, the ones that did, here they are now. And so like, what are you going to do with that? You know? I don't even know. And so, yeah, getting back to Metallica, I mean, they've literally got a podcast They've got their own whiskey. Right. Good for them. Like, I'm not saying that's what you have to do to make it in life by any means for anyone. But I'm just saying they've caught up to kind of what's going on. And um, you would essentially dub the Lars controversy like the hate he got was pretty unwarranted. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think that every one of those people should have been underneath one of the drum heads when he was playing a full <laughs> set, dude. That'd be a big kit. <laughs> I could see you visualizing it in your head. Game over. <laughs> Looking down through the see-through drum heads. <laughs> Live They're tonight. Like, oh. We have a special guest. Special guest. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, so you know what? Go get a real job. Instead of picking on people that do have one, you know? Yeah, I, I feel you with that. Freaking music, Karens. Oh, I know, right? Let's go. How'd you feel, by the way? Because, uh, you know, because Rob joined the band in like 03. I don't remember if he was on St. Anger. I don't think he was. But I'm pretty positive he was on Death Magnetic in 2008. Did you even like that album or was it a bit of a throwaway for you? 
Because I, I feel that with my favorite bands too. I've, when they get older, I, I kind of become way less interested yeah, in the newer I've, projects. I've, to be honest with you, dude, like there's a couple songs that I'm like, okay. Which ones? Um, I, I couldn't even tell you because oh, okay. you know what? I've never, I, I was just going to get back to that. I've never really given the album a chance. Mm. I just, it, dude, after And Justice For All and the Black Album, mm-hmm. I think there was one more after that and I tried it and I was like, mm. I tried to get into it, but I just, I just, I didn't feel, I didn't feel the same thing as I felt with the other albums. Like I could put on any of the other, any one of the other albums, dude, I could put on Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning, Garage Days, Kill Em All, and Justice for All. I could put on any one of those albums and probably recite the lyrics and start to play the riffs to them. And, and, and you know what? Most of them will come to me, you know, cause I know where everything's at, but that one just, it didn't really resonate with me. And, and I don't know, it, it might just be because I didn't give it a chance. I don't know. I just, I wasn't feeling it right from the gate, dude. And it's like, okay, well, why would I waste my time? And I hate to say that. I, I really hate to say that because at the end of the day, they're an artist and they're trying to keep up with the times. Good for them. I just, I don't know. I think every artist and band and people for some reason forget this. Everyone has an expiration date. Absolutely. It, it's just true. Really true, dude. And I, uh, oh my gosh, like U2 was another band that did that where they would, you know what I mean? People hey, got dude, tired of- My chocolate milk. <laughs> My Hollanda chocolate milk won't last forever. Has an expiration date, dude. Okay, if I don't drink it by that date, it's gonna taste like, and it's gonna make me sick. Yeah. So there are some people where they have a longer shelf life. I would definitely say, like, no matter what they come out with, it's pretty good, right? But okay. it's who is that? Ooh, I would say, I would say, talk to me. I personally thought Michael was one of those people. Okay. Out of all the I'll, people that we I'll have, I would say give you, I'll absolutely give you that, dude. I'd say he's one of the few yeah. that we've had that okay. can kind of pull that off. Okay. Who else? It's very small. Me, it's okay. a small one though. But and it, me, it would have to be 20 plus years. But give me a band. Okay. Michael's a guy. Okay. Yeah, Prince, but I said I said band and artist. Prince, I said band and art. But he Prince is one. But his whoa, 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 whoa. But how long was his career? Oh, you're right. His career was for a long time. Prince was he was in there for a while. No, he you're was right. In the game, dude. You're right. Okay, I'll I'll give it to Prince. I gotta be honest. Even my favorite bands, no, it didn't. I'm gonna get so much hate for this. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, I'm a Foo Fighter. I'm, I'm a total Foo's head. Um, yeah. I think their last good album or their last best album was Wasting Light in 2011. Sonic Highways was okay. Um, mm-hmm. Concrete and Gold was okay. Sure. Uh, they had some good songs. I didn't think like all the songs in these albums were bad. I just don't think they touched anything from Wasting Light and Before. Like, yeah. like Echoes and Silence was actually a pretty good album to release within a band's, you know, 15-year period. Yeah. That was a really good record. Okay. Um, what, a, what about Nirvana? <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> What? No, they only lasted. Not being funny. No, 
their debut from 89 and then he dies in 94. Okay. No, I'm talking about bands that but have at did least... did you not see him... Did you not see him wasting away? Like... Yeah, I did. Yeah, dude. But I also wasn't around at... Oh, I mean, okay. I was I was super okay. tiny, dude. Okay. No, what, I'm, t- I'm talking... Listen, what about, I'm talking what about a- bands that have had at least a 15, 20 year or more run. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. And so when I mentioned uh, Michael Jackson or I mentioned... Foo Fighters, some of these bands. I'm saying the first 10 years that a band is releasing at least their studio albums. Sure. It's not every band gets there. Not every band gets there where they release four or five good albums. That doesn't happen all the time. Pink Floyd. Well, they're they're a good band. But I don't know. Did their stuff waste away in the end? I'm not familiar with the discography as well as I am with a lot of bands from the 90s to now. Um, I'm trying to think of bands that have had like like Muse have had a run since '99. Muse is actually pretty good. Muse is actually I, I, pretty I, good. I, I'll I'll give them that. Yeah, they yeah. they're pretty decent. Yeah, but let's put it this way: Can you listen to the full album from cover to cover, every album up until that time? That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> and and I'm saying and Met- Metallica by yeah. the time Death Magnetic had come out, and this is you know them better than I do, but yeah. But think about it. Put yourself in the shoes I'm talking about is when you are big on a band, but they've been releasing past, you know, for 10 or 15 or more. By the time, by the time 20 years rolls around, how good is their discography? Black. Would you say Rush? The Black album. Oh, dude. Don't even get into Rush, dude. I've actually seen them live. Like One Little Victory, like all that stuff from like 2003. Was it? Yeah, 2003. So not all of their songs. I can listen from cover to cover. Yeah, I could listen to it, but I didn't like them all. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just like, yeah, yeah. So, no, like, Rush is a dude. Rush is, let's put it this way, yeah, yeah. Rush is an iconic <laughs> band in my say. mind, That's and I've seen them say. live, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> Getty Lee, like, like, I mean, like. The whole oh, freaking the whole gamut, dude. Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a rough question. So the last Metallica album from cover to cover that I actually paid attention to was the Black album. Yep, ninety one. And and it was it was tough because I started listening to it off of listening to and Justice for All, and I was like, wait a minute, like what's going on here, and. I got halfway through it and I had to stop. And then I was like, <sighs> not a lot of bands really go. They don't go that strong after 10 no, years. No, but it's it true. was, but it's it true. Was super rough. Dude. It's super true. It is. Um, it, it absolutely is. But then there are some bands that do that. I think you're still going to have more bands who are pretty strong within a 10 year period than 20 years later. You want to talk about that? Because we'll talk about that and we'll just talk about like a oh. slew of it. Dude, this will be perfect. Okay. This this will be so, the next episode. So we're going to segue into this one. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's exactly what I think. Okay. I think it'd be great. Okay. We'll make this a contest and it'll be fun. <laughs> but we're going to talk about Rush. Did you ever listen to I Fly By it. Night from 1976? Yeah, 76. <gasps> no, 75. Wasn't it 1975? I can't remember. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's going to be tacos, pizza, or whatever, but we will catch you guys later. It's food time. It's food time. Let's go. All right, later. Have a good one.